This is The Playbook. Happy Thursday, Jakey of the Bakey. I'm getting everything going here. I want to thank everyone for our free Friday training. Like you said, it's amazing. Over uh, 23 years, and uh, we are rocking and rolling. I'm trying to see what I'm doing here wrong. Oh, my, my one. It's uh, crazy uh, how technology changes and uh, <coughs> crazy. Um, there we go. All right. Anyways, we are broadcasting here. I don't know what's going on. Welcome, everyone. Uh, we're going to talk about today technology as a servant. Uh, there's so much fear around AI. Uh, it's incredible. There, there's so much fear around technology and how it's going to uh, change the world uh, for the negative. And I will tell you as someone who's been around technology since 1992, believe it or not, for now, uh, which is 31 years since Web 1, uh, you go ahead and change that, uh, since Web 1, it is repetitive in nature, right? It's exact same stuff that's going on and on and on that people are afraid of what they don't know because they see technology as it. And uh, they see te technology as a servant and it causes fear when you think of it as a master. So in the past four, de four decades, our perception of technology has changed more than it has during the previous history. The concept of what makes technology has completely broadened as well. One of the most beneficial uh, of all ways to, uh, to view technology is thinking of it like a tool, such as a hammer, not a screwdriver. <laughs> Just like with a hammer, we can use this tool, this technology to build a house or to break something apart. Just take it, fix it and put it back in. Uh, technology can be used to make our lives easier, more efficient, but it also can make things more difficult if it is used in a negative way. Uh, you know, the Nobel Peace Prize, for example, is perfect proof of that, that the inventor of dynamite uh, invented it to be used in a more positive way. Uh, but when they accidentally wrote his obituary, uh, it was very negative from all the destruction that dynamite has done in, in that time. And so that's why he created the Nobel Peace Prize and all the Nobel Prizes. Um, and so... When we look at it as a tool, as a hammer or a screwdriver, one in which can build a house or break it apart, we can realize that the tool, the servant, is not the problem. Uh, since we are in control of the tools that technology offers, it's up to us to ensure that we're using tech to help us with our goals rather than letting us distract us or put us off of our trajectory. And I think it's really important because in the end, the more fear you have in uh, technology, uh, especially AI, it's really uh, amplifying a fear that you have in either yourself or others in humanity. Um, and so what we wanna do, because we don't wanna look for what we don't want, we don't wanna look for what we're afraid of, we wanna look for what we do want and how to use that, 
is we have to change our perspective because no one's taking away hammers, no one's taking away screwdrivers, and no one's going to take away AI. Uh, and so we have to help others and ourselves uh, utilize tools in the most productive, accessible, and gracious ways. This concept can easily be applied, as I stated, to all modern technology uh, like AI. We've all seen that just in the past few years, in the past few months, AI has exploded across the world. It's become one of the most prominent types of tools for businesses to create more efficiency, effectiveness, and statistical success. It takes you uh, from zero to one faster than any other tool ever has taken us from zero to one, especially in content. <coughs> it usually takes as much time or more to get from zero to one than it does from one to 100. And so that's the power in the zero to one of technology and understanding the evolution of the internet from web one, web two, and web three, and technology as a tool, as a servant, can help us to make us the best users or the best servant of that tool, uh, to, to make that tool the best servant, uh, such as AI. And so let's look at web one, for example, and the internet. When the internet first started, uh, the impact that it had in my own life was my career choice was on, almost diverted or interfered with because everyone around me was afraid of the internet. They thought the internet was gonna be our master and therefore they couldn't see it as a positive tool, including my own mom who uh, told me that the internet itself was a master, a master of BS, and it would never last, that it was only a fad. Justice Scalia told me that nobody would ever do research on the internet, that you needed books. Uh, are books evil? Right? There's been times in history where they burned books because they thought the books were evil. Uh, no one's talking about books ruining the world. But yet a lot of people thought that books would ruin the world. And just as they thought that web one would ruin the world. Uh, and here we are in web three and it is still human nature, which never changes. that creates the ignorance and doubt in the tools uh, and the judgment of the tools because they're afraid of the negative things that tools can do. Can books do negative things? Absolutely. What's the purpose or intent of books? To help people, right? To learn. Uh, so I want everyone to think of technology not only as a tool, but technology as your servant. And I need people to start sharing more of the abundant philosophy and perspective of how powerful of a tool the newest technologies are to get us, for example, from zero to one, to allow us to have better health, better wealth, better happiness, better worthiness. Will there be people who misuse the technology? Absolutely. Are there people that misuse books? Are there people that misuse hammers? Are there people that misuse all types of different tools? The mobile side, are they misuse your phone? They misuse games. They misuse, is it the games? value when it helps children in a hospital that never were able to 
compete and socialize and have fun while they were recovering or dealing with terminal illness uh, via technology uh, to speak, to see, to move. The same technology that the parents are saying are ruining our kids' lives. Maybe we should look at what we're doing. The question really lies, is it the Indian or the arrow, right? Which one is evil? And I think that we need more people to understand and to look for what they do want in the technology because it's not going anywhere. And those people, there will be a huge separation between those who resist this incredibly powerful servant and those that utilize the servant in a positive manner, aligned with the attention and intentions of what they have in what's doing well, what they think will do well, what's stable. This tool, this technology, this servant can get you from zero to one faster than it can get you to one to a hundred. And it's incredibly powerful. Is it perfect? Not a chance. Was the internet perfect? Not a chance. Were there people that stole credit cards and committed frauds from the beginning of the internet from DOS? Absolutely. Who knows what Y2K was? Uh, talking about manipulation, overselling, backend selling. Who knows uh, the different things that go on? But we cannot fear technology as a master. What we should be doing is improving our collective consciousness, improving our values, improving our daily practices, and improving our execution model. What we should be doing is empowering others to empower others on how to use these tools in a positive way, aligned with what we think we want or better. And if you're not doing so, I'm telling you that you are going to create a chasm, a separation, a gap that may not economically allow you to ever recover because it's so powerful, it's so efficient, it's so effective. Part of the problem that we're having uh, to guide our businesses in this engagement issue, this quiet quitting issue, is a productivity and engagement that is not aware or accessible in a corporate environment because we have no clue as leaders how productive our employees can be because we don't understand how productive they can be with the tools that we've given them. A lot of us are so busy working in the business, we can't see that if we were working on the business, we'd be capable of seeing how not only can we utilize these unbelievable servants and tools, but also quantify the productivity KPIs in which are now exponentially higher. So our expectations are sinking because we're under a false facade that people aren't engaged and we better take it easier on them instead of leaning in to utilizing and being more productive, exponentially more productive. I can do certain things with technology today in one one hundredth to one one thousandth of the time with a quality greater than I could do it myself. How can we equate that in a business? How can we equate that in our own lives? If we change our mindset, our heart set and our handset to using technology as a servant, as a tool, notating that every hammer can not only build a house, but it can break it down. Every piece of dynamite can not only do something productive, but also can destroy it nuclear energy, a variety of different things that we've created and was created, by the way, with good intentions. We have to, considering where technology came from and is going, 
and the speed in which it aggregates and accelerates and the exponential outcomes that are occurring, we better start working on those who hold the hammer, not the hammer itself. We better start to figure out how can we change the way we look at things so the things we look at change because the one thing in this aggregation, acceleration and compounding and the exponentiality of outcomes is that when we created the cotton gin, when we created the gas lamp, when we created the piece of dynamite, when we created nuclear energy, we had a lot more time to figure out how to correct the negativity and correct the misuse. And instead, we don't have time anymore. It moves so fast that the outcomes come not only more quickly, but they have exponential impact. And I believe that is where not only taking the mindset of technology of being a servant, but that is where we will see the greatest value that we can provide each other is in how to use these tools as a good steward and servant in our lives. Those people that not only are more interested than interesting on using it themselves, but teaching and empowering and inspiring using intellect and intuition on how we can help others use it as good stewards, as good uh, masters of that servant called technology. And there's a variety. I mean, it, if you look at in web, the first hammer ever invented, it was useful. It had unlimited capabilities, but yet had a limited format. It allowed people to create pages of content, uh, take away from, does anybody even know what a yellow pages is anymore? Does anybody go to a, a music store anymore? People can create all types of content and create virtual Akashic records, virtual libraries that have led us to access and utilize information at a speed in which was never, ever imagined. And then with Web2, it allowed us to communicate it not only with the database, but peer-to-peer -peer communication. And now we had less reliance on Unisource and all of the handheld access that was available and being able to utilize the power of location, of learning, to utilize time. It, it, it's an amazing capability. But yet, we all know that Web2 has been used uh, also to create disease. Although there's more phones uh, in the world today than there are people, this still doesn't mean that the phones are the masters. That doesn't mean the content is the masters. It doesn't mean the processors, the batteries, the web uh, is the master. It doesn't mean that 5G is the master. They are all servants of ours. And we need to start figuring out how can we create systems to empower people to focus in, pay attention and give intention to the positivity, the productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. If you are afraid of the technology, then ask yourself, who am I afraid of? Not what is it in the technology I'm afraid of? Because once again, it's only a hammer on steroids. That's what this technology is. And now that we move to Web3 and we have a decentralized internet, 
one that truly is peer-to-peer, one that allows us to fractionalize its ownership, one that allows us to create a smart contract that can create a history of integrity and credibility, and moving into artificial intelligence that speeds up the zero to one. An artificial intelligence that allows us to communicate more effectively, efficiently with statistical success. I could take this training that I'm giving right now and I could change it into a different language. I could change it into a different culture. I could change it into a different demographic age group. I could gear it towards whatever I wanted in a matter of moments. I could create a movie script from it. I could create a 5,000 page book from it. I could do a variety of different things, but it's still just my servant. Because although it aggregates all the information, it accelerates the production of the outcome and it exponentially gives me a better, bigger outcome. It's still just zero to one. It still will take you with assistance of technology it will take you to get from one to a hundred, a hundred to a thousand, a thousand to a million, a million to a billion. <coughs> this is what we have to focus in on. How are we going to help people when they get from zero to one to utilize it in the most positive, productive, accessible, and gracious way to be efficient, effective, and statistically successful with the tool, with the servant that they've been given. So many times, it's not that we are afraid of what we lack. It's afraid of what we're going to do with what we don't lack. This is abundance. We shouldn't be afraid of the tool. We shouldn't be afraid of the people using the tool. We should be focusing our attention and intention on empowering the people to utilize and understand the tool without the judgments and conditions based on opinion of ignorance and doubt and fear. These judgments that are just opinion, these judgments that are just opinion from ignorance and also doubt and fear are going to do nothing but create disease and will pay attention and give attention to what we don't want. Technology is a tool. It is a servant. We need to remind ourselves to view technology as a servant, not our master. Web one, web two, web three, technology is utilized properly. It can be and help in every aspect, excuse me, every aspect of our personal and professional life. Whether we're working on expanding our brands, becoming more successful business leaders, working on philanthropy, helping children, curing disease. It simply helps us find a better balance in our lives, a greater focus in our lives. It provides us not only the balance and focus, but the attention and intention into our lives to accelerate, aggregate, and provide exponentiality to the outcomes that we want. The problem lies in human nature that no matter what technology throughout the years, from wood to iron to dynamite to uh, nuclear power, whatever it may be, solar, human nature looks for what they don't want. And then by paying attention and giving intention to what they don't want, they get more of what they don't want. Or they look at what other people think and then they get more of that. 
or they look what's missing and they get more of that. What I want you to do and what I want you to take away from the training as technology is your servant is start to look with and align the skills, knowledge, and desire that you have. What's important to you personally, experientially, giving and receiving wise, who can help and who you can help with this servant? And then how best to use it aligned with what you want and who you can help and who can help you. With the skills that you have, how does it increase your skills? With the knowledge of who, how does it increase that in the knowledge of what? And how can you apply this servant to your personal and professional life in order to effectuate a greater delta, a greater desire that you must be what you can be? How can it help you enjoy the consistent every day, persistent without quit pursuit of your truth, your potential, not what other people are afraid of, not what you're afraid of, but what you want. If we don't prioritize this servant, this tool in the correct manner, align it with what we can do today, what we can do better today, what we want today. If we can't align it with what we think we want in the future or better, we're going to end up with the pattern, the results of human nature never changing. And eventually, there will be a portion determined upon how many will be how quickly we can utilize the solutions when we find where people are misusing and creating dis-ease with this technology. <coughs> Does it mean that there won't be opportunities because people misuse it? Of course, there'll be opportunities. There'll be opportunities to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun because people will misuse this servant and people will look at this technology as a master, not a servant. And that'll be okay. We don't live in a perfect world, so there won't be everyone on earth using this as a weapon and there won't be everyone on earth using it as a savior. Everyone on earth will use it as a tool to amplify their own intentions. If your intentions are good, we're going to be good. If your intentions are bad, it's going to be bad. Because we know what we pay attention and give intention to, what we do with the tools, say with the tools, think with the tools, believe with the tools, and feel with the tools are going to aggregate, accelerate, and compound exponentially outcomes aligned with what we do, think, say, believe, and feel. Because behavior is an energy, money is an energy, time is an energy, and the energy will aggregate, compound, and accelerate. And these tools will amplify that so it has a greater impact faster, which creates greater issues or struggles or separation. What I want to do is empower you to be on the higher end of that separation, to be able to benefit in an abundant way, to not only benefit personally, but empower other people to benefit, to empower other people. The more people that use this technology with the good intention and attention are just going to separate themselves and have much more power to do much more good. And knowing the physics of goodness, that one particle of light overcomes a million particles of darkness, Think about the exponentiality and the power and the blessing that these technologies are providing us today and in the future because they do compound on themselves and accelerate and aggregate with themselves. And so it's the attention and intention, it's the positivity that we want to help 
empower others with to allow them and meet them where they're at. And when we see people who have negative judgment, opinions based on ignorance and doubt and fear, we want to re-engineer that vision by allowing them to see how they can utilize the tools to effectuate what they think they want or better, not what they think they want or worse. It's that simple. We have to start the conversation today about not technology as a master, but fear as human nature and the history of human nature never changing. And if we want to use technology like we've used nuclear weapons or plastics or hammers or dynamite or swords or whatever else there is that we've utilized that are great tools, axes, these are great tools for those people who intend to use them in a great way. And they're horrible tools for those people who intend to use them in a horrible way. Does it mean there's not options, opportunities, and touches of favor within the context of people who use it in great ways or horrible ways? Absolutely. And if you have the perspective of finding the light, the love and the lessons and everything, of making this your servant and not your master, you will benefit greatly because of the time it takes now for the exponentiality of the outcomes to occur. There's a great day of not only realization by using technology as a servant, but there's a great opportunity, a margins of millionaires. There is a great separation that is going to occur and it's where you want to separate to, to the highest or the lowest point. But it will separate and the exponentiality of the difference, the delta is going to be extraordinary. And you can benefit from it. You can be on the side of making more money from it, helping more people with it and having more fun and being happier. Or you can have less. You'll be more of a victim. More things will happen to you. You will have less money, less help and less fun. You'll be on the side of the coin in which you focus your attention and intention on to focus in on what you don't want, what you don't have, or what other people want for you with their opinions, their doubt, and their ignorance. Live in humility. Use the tools and the gifts as they were presented and intended to be used. Technology is not your master, whether it's Web 1, Web 2, Web 3, virtual, augmented, or AI. It does not matter. All of these servants are artificial in their nature. They're artificial in their nature because they don't possess the intelligence, intuition, or inspiration that you do. It is your intelligence, your inspiration and intuition that determines the delta of the servant or of the tool. There is no we without the three eyes. There's no we without the three eyes. Intelligence, inspiration, and intuition create the we. And we should use these tools as a servant of good, of a steward of good, of good behavior to get us from zero to one faster than ever in history that will create the margins of millionaires in your life where you will make more money, help more people, and have more fun. So many people throughout history, and I suggest, after you hear this, we're going to do questions in about a minute. But after you hear this and replay this, go back in history and 
point out the tools for the last 5,000 years and notate that we're still here. Notate the options, opportunities, and touches of favor that exist, not only for the people that utilize them as good servants, but also those who utilize them as bad. And regardless, it created opportunities, options, and touches of favor for those people who had a positive perspective that they were participating in to use that technology as a good steward, a good servant, to provide more value, to live in a value-add world. I promise you, technology, if you study history, is not your master. It is the greatest servant that we've ever been given, and now it's more efficient, effective, and statistically successful, and carries less emotional attachment. Utilize technology as a servant. Make more money, help more people, and have more fun. Create more abundance. Look for what you don't. Do want, not what you don't. Forget the opinions based off of ignorance and doubt and work within the contents of inspiration, intellect, and intuition. Know what you want to use it for, who it can help, who can help you, and how best to use it in order to prioritize it to get to zero to one and apply your why, not search for it. I will be happy to send everyone the technology as a servant guide to help you see historically through web one to web two and web three, how best to use these tools. I'll throw in my book as always, I'll sign it, send it to you, pay for shipping the book, send the exercises. You just need to reach out to me and ask for help. My email is david at dmeltzer.com, david at dmeltzer.com.